Welcome back to another episode of Mustard MMA, your home of all things UFC chat. My name's Joe, joined as always by Matthew. You're looking well this week, mate. Obviously, we saw Jiri Prohaska put on a spectacular performance on the weekend, and he had a spectacular barnet while he was doing it, and you've kind of paid homage to that tonight. I thought it was the right thing to do, Joe. It was. Okay, it's like a big, big pencil on my head. I respect it. Are you liking it? It's nice. I mean, I whether you're going to go out, or not? I think that that is obviously the deciding factor. Can you can you do it on a on a cold Tuesday night outside your gaff rather than <laughs> in public? Well, I haven't been out today yet, so we'll give it a go afterwards, eh? What, what do you reckon? Though I'm liking it. I'm, I'm quite, quite attached to it. Yeah, well, like um, I say, if you can, if you can, if you can, not quite rock it as out menacing. Public, I don't think. No, not quite no. as menacing as Yuri himself, but um, yeah, all good. Barnet aside, how are you, Joseph? I know you had a bit of a Larry one this weekend, and you're nursing a little bit of a hangover. Yeah, a few and beers. Yesterday. Are you ready for the, the pod ahead? Yeah, always ready, Matthew. Always ready. Got to start with the main event, haven't we? Well, to be honest, I've, we picked the card up a little bit. I was a little bit underwhelmed. I don't know if that's fair to say. We'll get your thoughts on it shortly. But main event, the finish in particular. To be fair, the fight was good, wasn't it? The fight was good all round. Yeah. I thought. Uh, Reyes, Reyes looked good. Obviously, you know, you could tell he, he could kind of feel Jiri's pressure. Definitely, he was alert, to say the least. But, landed some good shots, I thought. Did okay. Hung on there, took took all the shots, really. And it was just a kind of spin, spinning back elbow. Out of nowhere, <laughs> knocked him out clean. And you've got to say, fair play to young Jiri Prohaska. I think it's Czech Republic, isn't he? That's so... I think that is, what's that, the beer capital of the world uh, in Czech Republic? So, obviously, a bit of a monster. What do you make of it? I think he's from Bruno, which I think is a bit of a stag locale, isn't it? Yeah, I've heard, so, uh, I've heard of it, yeah. It's certainly like a lager oh, out Bruno. there, Joseph. I, I, I think you were doing it a little bit down there. I thought it was a absolutely chaotic affair, that main event. I loved it from start to finish. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, the card, ca- the card was underway. I mean, main event oh. was, sorry, was good. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Apologies, sell short Joseph. Bit. I'm getting a bit a bit angry with my uh, Pogaska Barney. I'm <laughs> yeah. just getting a bit leery. So I saw red. I did. Um, that was ridiculous. That was a mad it was fight. Just, I think the worrying thing is for anyone who's going to fight Prohaska is he just didn't slow down for someone of that size. I know it was only the second round, done about good two um, two rounds there, ten minutes. He just didn't stop, and he didn't look like spin any time soon. And another worry I think is that he. Doesn't look like a fish out of water on the ground. Sometimes you think that with flashy striking, oh, when it goes to the ground, they'll be a bit, uh, a bit iffy. But he looks well versed, doesn't he? So I yeah. think it's a bit of a worry for anyone who's fighting, and he might be one of the most violent men in that division. <laughs> I love that division. It's quality. It's just it's great cool. at the moment. Chock full of like Eastern European hard nuts. And I think that's what we like to see. That's what <laughs> yeah, fighting's all about. And yeah, I, I mean, anyone. Go on. Go on, mate. Go on. Lovely Jerry, he was offered a shot of place in the UFC previously and he turned it down. He said he wants to come in when he's really ready to go for a title shot. And two fights in, he's there pretty much, isn't he? So, you know, he's kind of, when you mention his ground game and how decent it looks for a striker, he's obviously thought about it, and he's put a lot of thought into it. He's put a lot of preparation and work into it as well and it's obviously paying off at the moment. The only thing I would say, obviously we're no experts, took, took a few digs, took a few too many digs He's going up against Big Yan, the Polish power. I'd fancy Yan to connect with a left shot because that's what Reyes was landing with. He was landing with good left hooks, and we all know that's what Yan is known for on how, we, how he's found his success lately. So, and to be fair to Yuri, I think after his first fight against uh, No Time, took a few digs there. Afterwards, said, you know, I've got to work on it. That wasn't my plan, and I think he said something similar after this one as well. So obviously, you know, he's not 
as much as a kind of a bulldozer that he is in a, in a lot of ways, he's clearly got a little bit more about him as well. He's he's not looking in there to he's not necessarily looking to trade with people punch for punch. And you don't want to. Uh, yeah. Joe. <laughs> yeah. Look at some of the animals you've got up there. Obviously, he did it at a weekend with Reyes, who's I think he's an excellent striker. He's very yes. athletic. He's big. He's strong. And took John Jones to the wire. But you've got people like in there like Rakic. Uh, you could be fighting. You don't want to be trading with him, do you? No. Even like strikers, we saw Anthony Smith last weekend looks uh, yeah. fantastic on the feet. And at least not of all the champion, Jan Blachowicz. So it'd be interesting to see where he goes from here. He can only really fight in a, an eliminator off of the shot now. I think he's fantastic. I love him. I, I think he's my new, in my top three favourite fighters now. I think it's the Barnet mainly, but the style, the finish, just everything about it. He's just like a, a modern day Viking. And I think he's very, very marketable. He don't say much. He don't say much at all. He got he said uh, in the interview, "In it, do you want to fight for the title?" And he's like, "Yes." <laughs> okay, maybe we do this or whatever it is. He said, "Don't say a lot," but he doesn't need to. He's got the look. He's got the style. He looks very, very scary, which I think is a very marketable attribute for nice. a champion in the UFC. So I think only good things to come. Whoever he fights next, and let's let's not rule out Glover in that uh, Jan Blahovic fight. But if Yan does get through that, I think that's a very interesting one. Joe, I'd like to get some of your early thoughts because I know you're a big, big fan of Yan. We're both big fans of Yan. We're his, uh, we're his fan group. But <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if, 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 he, uh, if he does obviously win a title in his third fight, I don't know if we've ever seen the likes of that before. Maybe back in the day, did someone come out? But to come through in a Anderson division like this? one got a title shot on his second fight. Yeah. But he was established. That was a different era. He was already very, very established. A little bit much like Yuri Prohaska, but that's the only comparison I mm. can see. But the fight itself, Joe, how do you see it going? Do you think Yan's adopting a bit more of a an Izzy-style game plan, grind him out, tire him out? I don't think he'll have as much power in his shots as he did uh, in the late in the second round if he's getting ground down for, for eight and a half minutes. Yeah, I don't know, really. I don't know. I've only seen Yuri nice fight Nice insight tw- there from I've, Joseph. <laughs> I've only seen Yuri fight twice. Do you know? You know? Like I said, like I said, he, he took a few too many digs, and I think Yang could take advantage of that. So, you know, otherwise, yeah, maybe it would make sense to take him. Honestly, I don't, I don't know. Does, exciting, does he look liable? Yeah, exciting. it is. But does he does Anytime he look liable? Someone new is just thrown in there. Who's that exciting? Who finishes yeah. spinning back elbows? What is it? A third ever? I think it come up. It popped up. Third ever spinning back elbow finish. That's not many. No, thirty years is it? So we, we've got something special on our hands, but. We thought that with Johnny Walker, so anything can happen, you know what I mean? So, yeah, who knows? Yeah. What about Jigga Chikadze then? Beat Cub Swanson, round one, KO, liver kick, wasn't it? I think it was. And I think we've seen Swanson get hurt with body shots, if memory serves, a couple of times recently. You know, can we, can we. I don't think you can get too much into this one. Over pretty quickly. Giga just looked bigger, sharper, faster, more powerful, really. You know, and uh, kind of an impressive win. It's one of those ones where there's certainly sterner tests to come for Jigger. And I think he wants them. He's calling them out. He's, you know, he's not shying away from it. Uh, but a nice big name, Cubs Swanson, to get a win. Yeah, he's turned into that sort of gatekeeper, hasn't he? Old Cubby. Yeah, unfortunately. unfortunately. Yeah. But nonetheless, he is a big name. Much like Arlovsky up at heavyweight, if you beat him, you're actually going to be fighting some uh, top tens now. And I think he's just, again, he's very marketable. He's got that. Very fan-friendly style. He's, he, like we said it last week, not to pat ourselves on the back too much, but we said it last week, we think he's going to 
sort of go through Cubby here and he's being sort of set up for a fall. And, and I didn't think he'd get that quicker, I've got to be no, honest. yeah. And he, and he looks the real deal. He's been calling out Yaya Rodriguez, Joe, so that makes a, a very mean fight down at 145. So it's very exciting times with these new contenders coming through. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's happening with Yaya. I've, I've, I've got a feeling I saw a, a, a rumour the other day, it could be complete nonsense, that he's... Because um, he, he never fights, does he? I think there's I'm trying some... to think back now when his last one. Is he it... had that thing with Jeremy Stevens in it, where like it was like a the fight ended after like five seconds because of an eye poke. And then it was a yeah. big riot in Mexico. Yeah, then he won it, the rematch, yeah. and then that was it. That was the last time we've seen him. I think. I think he's been slated to fight zombie. Zabit about eleven Zo- times. Korean zombie, wasn't it? With the up elbow last minute, was that after? I think that was before. That was in the split decision days, Joe. I think really? that was. So that was. Uh, you're going old school there, so I'm very vintage. But I think there, you are right. He seems to have complete. The beat's the same, though. Yeah. The beat's the same. They're both just sitting, like, waiting for each other, and no one's actually <laughs> fine. So. But who knows? Bit of a tangent there. But yeah, he's called out him, and that's a very exciting fight. Two very exciting stand up fighters. But whether he'll get him, whether he can find Yair Rodriguez is another matter altogether. <laughs> and of course, you had the little tank that is Marab Devalashvili. Tricky one, that. Let's call him Marab. I think we'll stick with that. Beat Cody Stamen. Good fight. I thought, I thought Stamen put on a good good account of himself. Probably nicked a round. You know, and it, it's just one of those ones where he he probably lost Stamen. Probably lost a round just. Lost, you know, two, three rounds just. Other than that, from Marab, you know, I don't know. Would it be harsh to say you're expecting a little bit more? Stamen is a good fighter. Good wrestling background and all that. So maybe there's a little bit of a cancelling shover out there, but... I would like to see, with all the hype around Marab, I'd like to see him take that next step, if you will. We called it last week, didn't we? We'd like to see him, well, we thought we'd, I thought we'd get the decision, but I think he now needs to start getting finishes under his belt. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's all, it's very good, the, the fighters he's beaten and decisioning and, and beating Stamen, as you say, they're both ranked in those teens, but he needs to start getting some finishes to, to really stamp his authority on the division and be able to have some uh, clout call out those big names. He did sort of nearly called out someone in the post fight. He was just like, I'll fight anyone in the top 10, top five. And he did mention Dominic Cruz's name. So didn't quite directly call him out, but at least his head's in the right space to actually go for them big lads at the top. So yeah, impressive enough, but not blown away. No, I do think that's fair. (laughs) I do think that's fair. Well, that's Sean Strickland. Maybe maybe similar against Jock Car. I thought, again, Jock Car, I thought he gave a decent account of himself. Um, and possibly when you look at look at Strickland, kind of high on him recently, I think he's looked good. Maybe there you're asking for a little bit more. You know, was he following him around a little bit too much, a bit too flat-footed? Could he have cut him off a bit more? Because Jock Car was, he's, you know, he had kind of awkward, like, looping right hands and stuff like that. And obviously... Big name, Jotko, experienced. So it's another it's another notch. It's another win for Strickland. He moves on. But again, maybe he could have done a little bit more in there. I, I was actually quite impressed by Strickland. I haven't really seen too much of him. I didn't realise how good he was. I thought he just looked well comfortable and just he, miles yeah. ahead of him in the boxing and stuff like that. Maybe, to your point, he could have pulled the trigger and actually gone for the kill a little bit more. But the, look at the disparity in Jotko's face and Strickland's. Yeah, I do actually yeah. think it was an impressive performance, but... Much like Marab, not getting someone out of there when you when you potentially could be and you you definitely could skill wise, 
you're not going to get that big name next up. But um, again, though, in the post-fight interviews, I was just like, oh, come on, call someone out, call someone out, son. And he's just like, oh, I'm happy being in the UFC, I'll fight anyone. It's, it drives me a little <laughs> bit mad, Joe. I don't know about you, or maybe I'm just a, maybe I'm a sucker for the theatre of it all, but I like to see him call them out because it sets them up nicely for the next one. Yeah, I do, I do like it. I like people being themselves, and if that's not them, then fair play. Yeah, no, yeah, totally agree. I t- do agree with that, but... Uh, yeah. But it does, it does help, it does help. It, it does help you set the next one up. Yeah. Just a little. We don't even have to be nasty. You could be, I really like this guy. Yeah. He's got yeah. a fantastic style. I've always looked up to him. Yeah, that's true. I'd like to find him. No, good show. Last one on the card, Joe. Yeah. I don't see Elon Kutalaba saying something nice as that. <laughs> oh, he's jokes, isn't he? He won. It's just funny. The Hulk. Up against Dustin Jacoby. Picked him out, actually, Jacoby, last week, didn't you? And he thought maybe, uh, you know, I was a little bit too harsh on him. He looked at his record, good kickboxing record. And he done well, I thought. He kind of weathered it early on. And he showed that, to be fair, he ain't just a kickboxer, I didn't think. He had some good, good grappling, kind of one exchanges, clinches and stuff like that. Ended up being a draw, which, probably fair, I would say. But for me, you know, you obviously bigged him up last week. I do think that was kind of a real good uh, coming out party in a way. Didn't get the win, but I thought Jacoby done himself a lot of credit there. Yeah, particularly when you see that first round, you think, right... Didn't see this one coming. I thought Kutalaba's going to want to stand there and bang with him, have a little bit of a tear-up, which eventually it did become. In that yeah. first round, it was just a perfect game plan, in it? Just on him like a leech. Fair play to Jacoby's two points down at that point after just one round. And he comes back and Kutalaba does what he does normally, and that's gas a little bit, and he, he sort of jumped on it. I think the interesting point here is that it just shows you these judges are on a completely different sort of wavelength. Everyone had one different yeah. one, Kobe, one Kutalaba and won the draw. I agree with the draw. 10-8 first one, second two to Jacoby, but it's easy to shit on the judges. There's five minutes to play with there, and it, they're all razor. Like You go through it with a fine tooth comb, you might get a winner, but it's a tough job, but uh, as you say, I think uh, correct decision. All right, then. That wraps that one up then. A decent little card. Obviously, we had the big pay-per-view the week before, didn't it? So it kind of pales into comparison a little bit, but if you're happy, Matthew, we're going to move on to this week's news. <laughs> First up, we've got some disappointing news, actually, and it kind of affects the card we had coming up this weekend. That's TJ Dillashaw is out against Sandhagen. Uh, just a minor injury, was it? I'm, I'm not too sure. Maybe maybe he couldn't find any more EPO. I'm not sure what's going on, but nevertheless, that was a fight I was looking forward to but in lots and lots of ways, to be honest. So, big disappointment. Yeah, it, it, it did hold that card together, really. It was the one thing I was looking for this weekend. It's, it's not such an injury that he's out for ages. I think it's just been rescheduled, Joseph. So, luckily, that is sticking together. But very, very disappointing. That was one we were all looking forward to. Oh, That's the number one contender fight in it. So, yeah, Sandhagen, don't want to lose that fight. I don't think you'd be wanting anyone else to be drafted in there. So, yeah, stick stick with it a few weeks and we'll soon get it. Big Tom Breeze has got a fight announced against Antonio Arroyo on June the 6th. Arroyo's lost a couple you know, it hasn't looked overly impressive, if I can put it that way. Tom Breeze obviously looking to bounce back. He kind of came back, beat KB Buller, looked wicked in that one. And then Omari Akmedov, he was a very good fighter, kind of uh, outmust him a little bit. So hopefully, get to see a nice win here for Breezy. Hopefully, yeah. That Akhmedov one, uh, Akhmedov one was just pretty disheartening, wasn't it? He took a bit of a beating, unfortunately. But hopefully Breezy can come back from that and uh, put on a show against Arroyo. Yeah, another one we kind of mentioned, I think we meant this is official now, Burnsy Wonderboy, July 10th, potentially 
Well, I, I was going to say potentially like a title uh, eliminator, but I can't see it if Burns wins. So maybe just for Wonderboy, if he can get a win here, he might get his title shot. It's interesting. Do you, do you think they'll give it to him if Wonderboy gets it? I think they would be reluctant um, to. I think they've got other things they would rather do. But if Wonderboy was to beat Gilbert Burns, it'd be difficult like on merit to not give it to him. I, I just get this feeling that he will win and just not get it. It's just fight <laughs> like, like Luke. He'll just fight Luke, hey, and then he'll, he'll fight Woodley again. He'll bring, he'll bring Woodley back for one, and then it'll just be a... He'll get it when he's 45 or something like that. Yeah, I really do hope so. I mean, that's just not to say that he's going to walk through Burns or anything. I just think he, he will win. I think he'll just keep him at range and just sort of pepper yeah. him for a little bit. So I think he'll win that one. Uh, great fight, nonetheless, whether he gets the shot or not. So always good to see Wonderboy. It's always a technical masterpiece. Uh, and a joy to watch him. So, yeah, very much looking forward to that. When was that one? That was on a pay-per-view, Joe. Was it? July 10th, that one. I haven't got the number. But to be fair to Burnsy, if he comes out and puts on a masterclass and stops Wonderboy, so, you know, who's to say he doesn't deserve another go or at least, you know, a chance to uh, get an- another eliminator, I guess. But uh, what Sugar Sean O'Malley, Louis Smolker, good fight. Louis Smolker, good fighter. Been around for a long time. Lots of experience. UFC 264. We were saying, is it time for Sean O'Malley to step up? Is this the step that you were looking for him to take? Oh, I, I don't know. I think I think he's just being given another <laughs> gimme here, Joe. What's Speak. going on? He, he he just chats loads of breeze, isn't he? He does chat a lot of breeze. Young Sean Z. That's a lot of he Tom just, Breeze. A lot of Tom Breeze. <laughs> he chats a lot of Tom Breeze. That's Sean Z. He's calling out Yan, Petro Yan and Cruz and the like. And Smoker's a former flyweight who's already had a stint in the UFC come back got not a great record on his return either great fighter nonetheless but like you're looking at O'Malley and he's trying to break that top 15 top 10 it just seems like a gimme and a way for them to give him a, a bit of a highlight reel I don't know if I'm being a bit disrespectful to Smoker there but I do think that's just the way it looks from uh, my opinion Joseph I don't know how you feel mm, probably right I wouldn't on compl- a pay-per-view as well it's just yeah. it's all to get eyes on it and get him that highlight reel and uh Fair enough, that's the way it works. They've got, they're got pumping money into him. He's a bit of a cash cow if he can get a little bit of a run going and fight for a title. So, why not? But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just not not for me. I think he was smashing. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's have a look at the entertainment section this week then with your girl, LK. She's back in studio. She's bringing it back. So, first, first bit of news. We started off disappointing. We're going to be disappointing again in the entertainment section. Nick Diaz, uh, Nate Diaz is out against Leon Edwards. I believe it's a back injury, but nothing too serious. That one, again, postponed, rescheduled, USC 263. I believe, if I read correctly, still around non, non-main non event, I think. So, you know, pretty much the same, just push back a month. Any anything, any bones to pick out of this one, particularly? No, no it's just, just I just get the feeling this is, this is how it starts. This is the first one of about three different things that are going to happen with this fight <laughs> and it's ultimately going to end up how it always ends up and that's with Leon Edwards actually having no fight at all. I just, I don't know. Yeah, it's not, I, it's not a good start, thought, is it? I, I, I've always thought it's going to, when it first got announced, I, ne- I weren't getting too excited because Diaz, he can drop he, out. Of yeah, he pulls out of fights all the time, doesn't he? Drop he's, hat. he's not the most reliable cat, <laughs> is he? Uh, Edwards, coupled out of Edwards' luck. You're asking for a little bit of trouble, but fingers crossed, 263, it's a massive card, arguably a bigger card, really. I think it's the Adesanya Vittori. So it's um, it's a big card, nonetheless. I think 
I don't know, Joe, if it's a five round. I assume it is still. I don't know why they would change it. But I'll tell you who else is on there. I think it's the Figueredo Moreno one. So it really is a big card to the rematch for that uh, flyweight title. So it'll be a massive card if it does stick on there. So hopefully, disappointing news because obviously it was, we were, what, 10 days removed from it? Um, a week Saturday, it might yeah. be. But I'll hold your all, sis. We'll, we'll put that one on ice for now. Hopefully, it's, uh, hopefully it still sticks to Heather. All right, then someone else who's out. I've just just had a quick look, and it's pretty much everyone. Is, it, all our news is people dropping out. Yo Romero over in Bellator, of course. He was going to be fighting Rumble this weekend, was it? This weekend? Very, very soon. Kind of a match-up for the ages, one we're all excited to see. And, and Romero's out. And I think he's kind of out indefinitely for the moment. There's some sort of medical reasons going on, obviously, with his his background and his physique, physique, should we say. Who knows what's going on there. But ultimately... I mean, Rumble's got a new opponent. It's certainly not. It's certainly not Yoel Romero. So disappointing, really. And for Bellator, must be a right kick in the teeth as well. Uh, a couple of things there. Who's the poor bugger that's replacing uh, Romero? Uh, a, a younger. Who's gets, who yeah. gets the uh, the joy of getting a returning <laughs> Rumble after a couple of years on the source? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's. it's, it's uh, I can't. I can't remember his name, but it's more of. Um, Lower, lower down, that newcomer, up-and-comer type thing. So, you know, good opportunity in a way, but fuck that. It's a good opportunity uh, to see a quick knockout. <laughs> so it might, it might be a more entertaining fight, let's put it that way. Without Sasu... Uh, I know, violence. yeah, might not be such a standoff. Yeah, yeah, good point. And second thing, what, what was the actual wording given for his... Do we know for his... Withdrawal, I, you medical know, I, reasons. Yeah, I was trying to find it, trying to find it at the weekend. It was all pretty generic stuff. It was kind of just um, for medical reasons. I think he'd been to uh, a doctor or whatever. Something, something's come about, and he's uh, you know he's pulled out. And I, like I say, I don't think it's like oh I just can't make this fight. I think it's kind of up, up in the air a little bit. So you know, do you have raised eyebrows? Then, yeah, it's like it's, it certainly smells a little bit saucy. I would say. <laughs> Um, for Bellator as well, for them to got him. for them to pull out of a Bellator fight. I mean, this ain't Usada, this is Bellator, <laughs> so there's got to be plenty of souls flying around there. A couple of sachets. Yeah, big time. Oh, All right. Disappointing, Joe. What about uh, moving on slightly? Diego Sanchez is out of his fight with Cerrone, and not only that, he, he's left the UFC completely. Alex Morono stepped up to replace him. Cerrone's still fighting, as he would. We all know what he's like, doesn't care. But ultimately, it kind of brings uh, about an end to Diego Sanchez's career in the UFC. Obviously, tough one competitor still going in the year 2021. And by all accounts, he's maybe you know, is it is this the coach involved? Is this what's going on? Is he pissed off too many people and they just can't put up with it anymore at this latter stage of Sanchez's career? I, I don't know what's happened exactly. <laughs> but he gets sacked. I mean, obviously that there's been that video going around of. Fabia just bursting into the fighter meetings and stuff like that and doing some kind of I am holier than thou whatever the saying is yeah. then you lot you need to sort of start respecting Diego and me and, and Felder just saying hold on <laughs> hold on what are you talking about and just shutting him down completely then Megan Levy mugs him off and then he sort of backtracks and then but you can sort of tell he's talking on behalf of Diego it's almost like he's brainwashed Diego because Diego's sort of just letting him sort of dictate what he's saying even though it's a load of bollocks you got Stefan Bonner filming it. It's just like a mad dream. <laughs> oh, and, um, 
Um, there's got to be some other things for him to get sacked, though. That's not enough to get sacked, sure. But um, I don't know. There must be some other legal reasons, but you wouldn't put it past Fabia to sort of be involved in that as well. So it's a sad end to Diego. He's had quite a very um, up-and-down career, but a, a Hall of Fame career nonetheless. He's obviously in the Hall of Fame anyway, but just the, how long he's been there. And the, no, you know, just one of the madness. innovators. Yeah, it's just mad that he's still fighting and he was going to fight this weekend. Yeah, against uh, <laughs> like Cerrone. Like, sort of yeah, like... Good. A legend good fight, himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's sad, but he's always been a bit quirky. Um, But I don't know what this Fabia character's up to. <laughs> no, well, I guess he's not, he's not going to be up to much in the USC because I think well, Sanchez is only USC fighter, I, I, I would guess. I would hope, at least. So I guess he won't be yeah, around anymore, will he? Well, hopefully. But it, it does beg, beg the questions like, what's going on with Diego? What, how's he allowed this to happen? Yes, he's a quirky character who might allow sort of some thinking going on with his coaches. He was sick of the whole team up at wherever he was in Albuquerque. He needed something different. But for Bonner and Sanchez to be associated with Fabia, maybe we're being harsh on Fabia. Maybe he is all right. Maybe. So, who, who are we to say? But to, to, it's, being honest, he does look like he's brainwashed in there. Finishing not, up not the. Yeah, I was definitely not all there. He's a few sandwiches short of a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> and not very nice sandwiches. Yeah. All right. Finish off the entertainment then. Billy Joe Saunders up against Canelo this weekend. Massive opportunity. We've obviously seen a few British fighters go over there and have a go. We're not the biggest boxing uh, experts, put it that way. But by all accounts, Billy Joe Saunders. You know, I've, you know, we've seen him fight. He's got a good chance potentially of beating Canelo with his style, hard to hit, much much like Tyson Fury, to be honest. Obviously, they're they're very close, aren't they? So, yeah, I'm actually excited for this one. I don't think I'm going to pay for it again. It's on a rubbish time, so but it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? It'd be interesting to see if anyone can dethrone Canelo at any point, really, because he's kind of he's the what would you say? He's probably the premium fighter in the world at the moment, certainly in boxing. seems to be that way, as you say, Joe. I'm, I'm not an expert, but it does seem to be that he's the, the money man. He's the one everyone tunes in to see. Obviously, he's got the Mexican market as well as being seemingly unbeatable bar that early Mayweather loss. Yeah. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. That's the only loss he's had. And it, what was he, like 10-0 and 0 then or something? Wasn't that? He was yeah, very, very green. He was so, 18, yeah. Uh, bloody hell, he was 18. It was, it was Jesus. something like that. Yeah, don't quote me. Christ. Very young. But... That's always that's always the thing in it for these up and comes. He seems to churn out loads and loads of fights. Yeah, he does. Um, obviously, because yeah. he makes a lot of money for it. Um, some of them seem to be questionable opponents, but Billy Joe Saunders isn't because he's the real deal, isn't he? So that'd be very interesting, and uh, we're all supporting him being a Brit. Yeah, of course. So be interesting to see how that one goes. Other than that, I think that wraps up the news. We'll move on to this week's mishmash of a card. So, like I say, it is a bit of a mishmash this week, and trying to find out who was actually fighting in the UFC this week was quite difficult in our research. If you have a look on Google, that's where you usually go. It's got all the fights laid out. Laid out. I think it's got one fight on there at the moment, so we've had to do a bit more digging, and I think we've kind of figured out what's going on. So, you've got Michelle Waterson against Rodriguez in the main event. I think this was... I've moved this from another card to be the main event here, something like that. Michelle Waterson, cool, good fighter against Mariana Rodriguez who's she sparked someone last time didn't she I think she's a good prospect good strike so stand up battle be nice to see Watson good character as well yes yeah, so, so this is the main event is that what we're saying I believe it is yes 
Now, this is the main event. Okay, so yeah, could, could be potentially five rounds of just some nice striking. But as you said, Rodriguez, I think she sparked uh, my pit for the champion by the end of the year, Manny Bass. <laughs> uh, she beat her early in, the, uh, early in the year, I think in January. So yeah, this should be a good one. Waterson, lo- lovely looking girl. Lovely she looking is. girl. Uh, a very good fighter as well. So this should be a good one. Uh, assuming this is the actual main event yeah, this I weekend. They're, pr- they're probably fighting about two. Yeah, we could be stitching ourselves right up here. Oh, big time. Big time. Paddy, listen, Paddy Power have got it down here Saturday night. So, All right. Is Rodriguez the favourite then? She is, yeah. Yeah. Two to one on, Joseph. So yeah. we're really a lot to nibble on there. And I, uh, <laughs> don't know. Bit of a dodgy one. Yeah. All right. What about Cerrone then up against Morono again? Pretty sure this is this weekend. But obviously Sanchez pulled out Morono. <laughs> this Morono, is shit show. Uh, it? <laughs> Did he uh, fill in for someone else last minute recently, Morono? Ah, uh, see, this is where I wish I did research. <laughs> I, I, it rings a bell. He beat Pettis. Have I completely made that up? He certainly beat um, the Irish fella. So he lost to Pettis. Ah. December last year. Yeah, not a I think, was that when Pettis was going to fight? Was Pettis going to fight Cerrone? This is, this is top, Cerrone. top notch podcasting. I mean, this, this, is, this is what pure is conjecture. What yeah, just this guessing. Is, uh, well, I think he fought Cerrone last year at some point. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but he beat Reese McKee before that. So he's, been, he's the Irish friend he beat there and Anthony Pettis he lost to. But it was I think it was quite a close decision from memory. So another big opportunity for him against Cowboy, assuming they are fighting. So, <laughs> But props to Cowboy. He don't give a damn. He'll fight anyone in it. So he exactly. could easily held off. Then no, I want a bigger name than Morono. And uh, we're going to see him throw down Saturday night. Potentially. So, yeah. <laughs> Cerrone a favourite there? Slightly? Uh, to, to add some more confusion to it, that isn't actually in the list on Paddy Power's uh, oh, great. list of fights Saturday night. So, um, yeah. Oh, well, disregard all I'll that assume, then. I'll just assume he's the favourite, young Joe. Probably the best fight on the card. Magny against Neil. Neil obviously coming off his uh, loss to Wonderboy. Magny, the perennial, always there, isn't he? Always, always aim about Neil Magny. Can't need needs those two or three wins together now, doesn't he? So... Must win, really, for Magni. If he's got any hopes of doing anything in the division, must win against Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal, I would say, not not so drastic. Obviously, having just come off the loss to Wonderboy, maybe you'd say he's kind of up a, a level or two in the minds and the hearts and minds of people than where Magni's at at the moment. But probably you're going to be your best fight on the card, really, isn't it? Magni's going to try and grind him out, you would expect. Neal is going to have to deal with that, stop the takedown, and then try and knock him out with his, his good striking. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good fight. I think it's probably the most meaningful fight on there and all in it. So, with regards to the division and where they stand in the rankings, but I can't see either of them. They're going to need about five or six fights to actually get a title shot in that division. (laughs) It's just so, it's just full of either big celebrity names or just great fighters. Monsters, yeah. It's going to be very, very difficult, but it starts now and starts on Saturday night. So, the winner will go on and fight the likes of who's in there, Chiesa or uh, the Wonder Boy Burns. So that's just the start of the run towards the title. And I think Jeff Neal, I do think he might come back here with a big, big win. I think Magni can be a bit susceptible. He's looked very, very good of late, but he can be susceptible to good strikers at times. And I think that Jeff Neal might put on a bit of a, um, bit of a highlight of the weekend. So I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably lean towards that as well at the moment. Favour Jeff Neal slightly. 
just just with his striking. Obviously, you got you got three rounds to to make something land. Odds wise, I think it'd be pretty even money all round, would it? Neil may be edging the the odds. Joseph, you are you are on fire. He's eight to fifteen, slight favourite. Jeff Neil, uh, yeah. Neil Magny out six to four, so nothing too juicy to get stuck into there, is there? It's just hard to when everything's close. There's no real money to be made unless you bung them in an acker, and we all know acres don't work. It's a, yeah. a fix. So yeah, it's going to be difficult to make some money this weekend, um, but. Diego Ferreira, Joe. Gregor Gillespie. Yeah, the main man. Can either of these two pick up some money with a fight of the night, potentially, I think. It's a good one. Yeah, potentially. Obviously, Gregor, I hope he, I hope he can make it to the to the octagon. He Again, he had a fight cancel. I think he had to pull out himself, didn't he, very recently. So, I'm looking forward to seeing him back. It'd be good to see what's worked on and the improvements he's made. Up against Diego Ferreira, who's a, who's a good fighter, dangerous. To be fair, I think Gregor's got the same barnet. He has actually, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. He does. Yeah. So it's uh, very topical to pencil Barnet. So. Bit of the jury about him. Bit of <laughs> bit of jury about him. He has. I, I can't wait to see him come back. He was a bit of a monster before that knockout, coming up to eighteen months ago now. So hopefully he can can come back. But he's going to wrestle uh, for air. That's going to be a tough go. You don't want to go to the ground with him too much. He's a very accomplished uh, grappler. So quite an intriguing fight. I think it might even play out on the feet a little bit. Who knows? So that's an interesting one for me. Anything else on there, Joe? Tickle your fancy? Well, Tickle you got your Ama- fighting taste buds? you got Amanda Hebas, haven't you? You mentioned her earlier. Obviously lost to Mariana Rodriguez. Oof. She's up against Angela Hill, who's a, you know, kind of perennial contender, just looking to kind of get over that little hump, if you like, Angela Hill. So again, this is a good fight. Hebas, got to test her metal, show her metal again against a good contender. Again, this has confused me. I swear Angela Hill fought about two weeks ago. Oh, I think she did. Just a quick turnaround. Yeah, I think so. All oh, right. Yeah. It's just like a weird, weird old event, this. Just being cobbled together by whatever's knocking about. But this is a good fight, to be fair. And, um, Amanda Hebas, Angela Hill. Hebas can't afford to lose this one because that division's starting to pack up a little bit now. Uh, she can't afford to lose this one. Angela Hill, as you say, she's always been a bit on the cusp, but those that she has lost, she seems to have been a little bit robbed in decisions. So, yeah, massive, massive fight in that strawweight division. Um, also, talking a massive joke, big Ben Rothwell, he's still knocking about. <laughs> yes. He's 63 years old now. He's still going. Certainly going on, yeah. I mean, I've been a little bit unimpressed with him since his return. I don't know, I just, I, there's only so much enjoyment I can get out of watching massive heavyweights just kind of cuddle each other against the cage for 15 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's a, a damning verdict <laughs> yeah. from young Joseph. There. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but you've got other heavyweights. Maurice, Maurice Green, uh, Marcus Ruggiero de Lima, arguably not as sort of good, if you like, or as uh, certainly as well-known as Ben Rothwell, but that one you can almost guarantee is going to be like a slugfest, or at least, you know, a partial slugfest. I just don't get that same anticipation with Rothwell nowadays. He's, he, you know, is he more of, a, more of a tactical fighter? I think he's just turning up to clock in, you know, like the 9 to 5. Yeah, possibly. Clock watching, ready to go home. Money. <laughs> yeah. Get line of duty on before uh, before dinner. One of those lads. Tell you who else is on the card. Christina Aguilera versus uh, Colston Harris. So she's obviously taking a different turn in her career. Yes. Slight underdog as well. So uh, that'd be an interesting one to look out for. Could be a bit dirty. Well, I was going to say, if you do cast your mind back to the dirty video, she was obviously well versed in uh, combat sports. She was in the ring, weren't she? Yes. 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 So she was, she's, yeah. 
Ah, she does a lot of history about her. So, yeah, it should be a stand-up fight then in that case. Anything else on there, Joe? I don't think we've talked about the, the one fight that was actually on Google. <laughs> I don't even know which one it is. I think it's Jung Yong Park. This is Tafon Nchuwi. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about those. And I think I've nailed the pronunciation. Uh, it's, to be honest, that sounds quite good. I, think, I don't know a ton. I think this is um, slated to be a good fight, though. I think these are two quite pretty good uh, prospects. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll, we'll, we'll claim to have <laughs> got that right if it, if it does materialise. But Joe is one of those, in it? Say it every time. No massive memes always deliver, don't they? Yeah, you, what you want. You want Cerrone Morano, good one there. I think Watson Rodriguez will be good. Magni Neal will be good. And then probably, yeah, looking forward to seeing Gregor. Don't know how that fight will go, but I'm looking forward to seeing him back. And he's always a good fight as well. So, you know, you've got your four or five solid ones on there if they deliver. Yeah. And if they, if it is actually the right card. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this could just be a complete waste Huge of time. Huge Yeah. Huge <laughs> waste of time. Wow. Don't say that, Joe. <laughs> what else All we right. got going on? That, that it, yeah? That's it. That's it for this week. Wrap so I think we'll wrap this bad boy up. Check out our socials, Mustard MMA and The Mustard MMA. Twitter and Instagram, also mustardmma.com for our latest blogs. That's got a little bit more activity recently, so there's some decent little reads on there. Other than that, thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Take care of yourselves, all right? See you later. All right.